everyone. Welcome back to the Drunk Poet Podcast, where we enjoy drinks and appetizers and discuss all things poetry. I'm your host, Molly Dickon. Today we will be drinking vodka martinis, or we're supposed to be, I'll get to that in a moment, and we'll be getting a little more personal as we discuss poetry as a therapeutic device or tool for healing. I want to start off by apologizing for the delay. I am in Wyoming recording this for the second time. I somehow foolishly deleted the initial file of episode three, so this is actually a re-recording of it. As my microphone is at home while I'm on vacation, I ask you to forgive what I'm sure will be a lower recording quality tonight. If you are joining me for a drink today, I highly recommend pairing your martini with deviled eggs or tea sandwiches. Honestly, any bite-sized things to snack on are perfect. When I initially recorded this, I had a vegetarian charcuterie board, and on it I had cheese and crackers, deviled eggs, olives, stuffed grape leaves, grapes, apple slices, vegetarian turkey, and a French baguette that I served with a hot mango chutney. I am currently recording take two in a room at Super 8 after eating pizza and enjoying some beer, uh, quite a bit of beer, a Wyoming IPA. I am now sipping on a Canadian Moosehead lager rather than martinis that I had while first recording. Alrighty, I am a few drinks down, so let's go ahead and dive into our discussion. As I'm sure many of my fellow poets will agree, it's easier to use personal examples in order to highlight the significance of something. So I'll be talking about how poetry has been a significant part of my healing process, as well as a tool for personal growth throughout my lifetime. For as far back as I can remember, I have loved reading poetry and writing it as well. I loved playing around with word patterns, and I had lots of fun as a kid expressing myself creatively through poetry and songwriting in particular, both of which have some significant similarities as well as differences with the writing process that I am very excited to be discussing in a future episode. My dad also loves poetry, both reading and writing it, which has been a very nice connection to share with him. I feel like a lot of people who know me tend to uh, view me as like a social butterfly because I'm super outgoing and can be very talkative, but truthfully, I consider myself to be much more of an introvert. I process things best on my own and find that poetry has been an outlet where I tend to share different parts of myself in ways that I don't necessarily feel comfortable doing uh, in other types of interactions outside of writing, though I am working on it. <laughs> mm. Excuse me, I'm just drinking some beer. Before getting into it further, I want to note that you don't have to be writing directly about any hardships or traumas or super complicated emotions in order to get something therapeutic out of it. Writing about anything you want can be incredibly helpful, whether it be tackling some really intense experiences head on, using it as a distraction or a positive form of self-care. It's certainly been all of the above for me. I notice that I'm a lot less anxious the more that I write because it's my way of understanding myself and how I consider it to be the best way of making sense of (laughs) situations, sorry, feeling the beer of it, happening to me and around me. If you do follow me on social media, you probably know that as a teenager, I was sent to an abusive program for troubled teens. Um, It was a cult in Arizona. Writing was my only real outlet there, but um, I stopped doing it for 
quite some time, um, at least writing very personal things after um, that experience because some uh, very personal pieces dealing with my past traumas and my sexuality were used to shame me publicly in front of my entire school. Um, so writing no longer felt like something safe um, or something empowering for me. But over the past like six-ish years, five years, poetry has once begun, once again become a safe space for me. Um, and I can't tell you how grateful I am to have a trusting relationship with my notebooks again. For me, poetry has been a really empowering part of my life um, throughout my entire life. But again, especially over the past several years. In my second year at Champlain College, after a year of double majoring in criminal justice and psychology, I ended up choosing to apply for the professional writing program because I, w I realized that I had been spending all of my free time writing songs and poetry. My second year of college, I decided to write a beat poem after writing almost entirely free verse poetry. If you tuned in for episode two on spoken word poetry or beat poetry, Reach out to me on social media because I would love to hear what you all have written. Of course, if you would like to share, never any pressure there. The first beat poem that I actually wrote was about my experience with rape culture, which is definitely an intense topic for anyone and is one that is very personal to me. My poem was published in a literary magazine and I ended up performing it at an open mic night at school. It was absolutely terrifying, honestly, for me to put something so vulnerable uh, online and to be sharing something so vulnerable in person. Um, and you certainly do not have to share yours with anyone in order to be empowered by your writing. Just want to make that very clear. Writing should always be a safe thing. So only share yourself in that way publicly if you're doing it for yourself. And poetry ended up giving me a voice personally after feeling like I'd been silenced following multiple sexual assaults. After both the publication and in the on-campus event, I received a lot of messages online, uh, as well as a lot of people approaching me in person, not just complimenting my writing style, but my willingness <laughs> to talk about something so personal that many people are afraid to talk about. Uh, this was really powerful for me because I realized that my own voice in poetry could make a difference not just to me, but to others who read it. Uh, in college, I had a teacher that was super impactful for me. I took every single class he offered because he was not only an incredible educator who's passionate about what he teaches, um, but he also really helped me uh, have a better understanding of the impact of poetry as well as you know other types of creative writing, and he introduced me to new ways of using my voice in poetry. I will never forget something that he said to me when I got my assignments back one day, which is that my words have the ability to save somebody due to tackling topics that have so many social stigmas surrounding them and that are very vulnerable to write about. And that was hugely impactful for me and has definitely shaped the way that I view uh, my approach to writing. While I do write about a variety of things, I do like to write about trauma, mental health, relationships, and exploration of myself because I find it therapeutic. And since we're getting nice and personal here today and a little bit drunk, as it's been a little while since I've eaten now, um, I'll share that I am in therapy and I've actually made poetry a part of that process. For saying that I'm quite the word nerd, it can be hard for me to use my words uh, verbally sometimes in order to explain myself or make sense to other people. Um, so processing it through writing first is definitely something that's very important and helpful for me. Uh, there have been actually several times where I've sat with my notebook and pen and tried to make sense of whatever I'm feeling. 
after a therapy session uh, or between therapy sessions. And then I bring in the poems and share them with my therapist. And then we proceed to talk about them, which I find to be really helpful. Another way that I find poetry to be very therapeutic is to write it to somebody. Um, In my case, 99 out of 100 times, it's never shown to the person. But I do find it to be a very healing experience. I've written all kinds of poems to people, to and about people, uh, that I have no desire to interact with but still want to confront from past experiences or still feel like I have some healing to do. Um, I've written poems to friends who have died as a very personal goodbye to them and as a way of trying to wrap my head around the grief that I'm feeling. Some are about my deep gratitude for what a person has taught me. Some are at people or to people who have traumatized me. And some are about the way that certain relationships throughout my life uh, have made me feel about myself. Excuse me, I'm just going to have some water and hydrate a bit better. Poetry and... um, any type of writing, really, can be such a powerful tool to face things that can otherwise be really scary to revisit, be it events or my own inner monologue, which is honestly probably tougher than any other source, uh, or any other thing that I either do or did find important at some point in time. Something that I think is important to touch on when using poetry as part of a therapeutic healing process is that you don't owe any answers to anyone. Um, this is something that I've struggled with and I'm working on (laughs) overcoming quite a bit. Um, for a while I had a lot of anxiety about putting myself and my thoughts out, uh, into the public or into the world through my poetry because I was worried about, uh, feeling like I owed some type of confirmation to people about the things I was writing about, uh, should they have questions. However, in time, I've really learned that writing something does not equal needing to share it publicly, as well as that sharing something publicly does not equal owing answers or explanations to anybody. If you take anything away from this episode, um, please let it be that. Some specific topics that I've explored through poetry as a means of therapy or healing are romantic romantic and uh, sexual relationships that I've had and the impact that they've had on me, as well as the impact that I've uh, had potentially on others or at least my view of how I may have impacted others, Um, using poetry and songwriting to explore my sexuality, my own mental health. Uh, I have obsessive compulsive disorder, which causes a lot of anxiety in my life. Um, I've explored past traumas, which for me came with some very unhealthy coping skills that I've also explored through my writing, which has been really helpful for me um, in kind of becoming more aware of myself and my patterns. Identity is something that I think is super hard to explain, and yet there is such an emphasis on what different parts of our identity mean. Like all of you, there are so many different characteristics and interests and life experiences that make me who I am. Uh, It's not only healing for me, but also really exciting, albeit somewhat nerve-wracking, to get to know different parts of myself through writing. Writing grounds me, excites me, challenges me, and most importantly, I feel like I'm most myself when I am consistently writing. Before we finish today, I'm going to share a poem that was healing for me to write about grieving a friend of mine who died. It's a relatively short one from my recently released poetry book, I Kiss the Devil in the Pouring Rain, and the title of the poem is called Endlessly. 
black tar and black skies, starry-eyed and barely alive, an enigma, an angel, deserving of all, and I'm falling apart without you, darling. Greeting death like an old lover, another way to disappear, I fear this time forever. I cared until I couldn't. I probably shouldn't admit that I stopped thinking that you could be saved. But it's people like me who willed you into the morgue and then to the grave. I still can't stop feeling this grief, the kind that cages me with no relief. Wars waging in my mind as I long for the time that I could hear you laughing and saying my name because even in pain you were selfless. You love fearlessly, my dear, and it kills me when I hear people call you selfish. For leaving when we left you, long before you died, and now cry at night because we miss you. I miss you. Sitting here alone writing poems about your golden heart and cartoon eyes that I never took the time for when you were alive. It's suffocating me, terrifying me, how final it is as I'm saying goodbye. Guilt-ridden and good riddance, I shall miss you endlessly. Thank you all so much for joining me this week and indulging me by hearing another of my poems, as well as chatting about how healing poetry can be. I hope that you've found this helpful. I know I have to talk about it at least. The book of the week this week is Scotch and Scars by Joseph Pinto. I have it on my bookshelf back at home in Vermont and got it off Amazon, which you can find by searching his name or the book title itself. I've read this one one a few times, excuse me, <laughs> still enjoying some beer here, mm. and I think that you would all love it as well. It's the perfect book to shout out on the Drunk Poet podcast because the book consists of poems written in a bar by a fellow scotch lover. He has a new book coming out this summer, so keep your eyes peeled for the release of that. I believe it comes out in June. Um, speaking of scotch, I'm now feeling inspired to have that be the drink of the week next week. Uh, scotch or any type of whiskey. Um, and this week I'm going to be telling you guys the topic in advance, actually, for a change, because I want to make more people be involved. Uh, due to COVID circumstances, I have yet to have any special guests on yet, but I'm hoping to change that soon. I have multiple people, um, that are going to be coming on at some, some point, so hoping to do that in the next coming weeks. Um, I know that I always love it when I'm able to interact with the content uh, that I'm following, so I decided that next week is going to be a Q&A podcast episode, and I'm asking you all to send in your questions this week about anything poetry. It can be about the writing process, it can be this or that style questions, um, asking for advice on writing about certain topics. You ask it and I'll answer it, anything to do with poetry. Uh, you can send your questions to me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, Facebook, TikTok, wherever. Um, if you follow me, my username for all major social media platforms is at the real Molly Dickin, M O L L Y D I C K I N. I look forward to joining you for a glass of whiskey and to answering your questions. If you would like to pair your scotch or whiskey with a food, um, chocolate covered strawberries are a super nice treat to indulge in. Or another nice option that I like to enjoy with it is a soft cheese, and some nuts. I look forward to chatting with you then and hope that you all have a delightful week. <laughs>